Welcome back to another episode of Who's on the Lord's Side. Today I want to talk to you all about a very controversial document that uh, started circulating in the truth movement, or you could say the conspiracy movement in 2004, which is a document entitled The Secret Covenant. The Secret Covenant reads something similar to the Protocols of the Wise Men of Zion, or the 23 Protocols of the Wise Men of Zion, or other Literally, it's not wouldn't be the first time in centuries that they have written or some kind of leaked a conspiracy plan from them on top. They leaked or some kind of we're the sheep and cattle and they are the ones that pretty much run everything behind the scenes unbeknownst to us. Now, the secret covenant is still here and there in the truth world on the internet social media tiktok it still comes around but what i notice is when i revisited it especially today before i came on here is that they always credit it to different people they'll say it's written as obviously that the writer or the author was of elite stature of the one percent that rules the world so i guess that would eventually lead people to theorize that the Rothschilds wrote it, okay, or a Rothschild had wrote it. And the funny thing I also find about it is that, um, again, revisiting it today and searching extensively, I mean, you'll, f- you see the internet is owned, we know, by not by us, people run the internet. So when you do certain searches, sometimes now you got to manipulate your searches in order to find things because um, a lot of things can pop up if, you, if it's too broad, got to narrow it down. I was able to get a copy of this thing. The full thing too, not just the 14 main bullets like if you go and you follow this this is why i say i don't care what anybody follows as far as keeping yourself encouraged and 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 pages and groups and things of that nature but you you will never get everything from one tiktok video unless you like can follow the person on a regular basis youtube maybe because you can make a longer content depending on the creator you know and what they're doing you're gonna get in that one tiktok so when they're doing them, they're shorts or they're reels. So you're putting truth in the reels and also everybody's sticking to the same 14. I can't even say it's 14, but it's not the whole thing. So I pulled up the whole thing. And of course, I read the whole thing. Again, this time with different eyes. And what I noticed is it actually tells you who wrote it. It literally is signed or it is indicated at the bottom who wrote it, right? And so what I'm going to do is pretty much share this. I got this from the usarchive.org, or I like I like going there because they have practically everything. And a lot of people don't. I think people who probably be interested in this stuff is people who really like to research, or people who just in school and probably need research tools or whatever. But a lot of stuff is on the archives if you just take the time to search, or if you know what to look for, search or read. So this is called the Secret Covenant. Oh, before I go into that, let's go into the uh, background of how it it came to pass or how it got to the hands. Of this man. So on March 25th of 2004, Edward Griffin received the email copy of a document entitled The Secret Covenant. So from what he saw, it appeared to be the blueprint uh, for a conspiracy theory to or conspiracy to dominate the world. And the author who sent it to him was anonymous. It says that the original text was dated from June 21st of 2002. So even though he got it in an email of March 25th, 2004, the original text was dated. So I don't know if somebody forwarded forwarded to him an original text and just altered stuff, but there was an original date. 
and it came from an address that was unfunctioning. So it says that while Griffin thinks the sentiments are accurate, I think anybody reading it could, can see that this stuff is already coming to pass. He doubts the authentic authentication of it. And then it says for us to pretty much make up our mind like everybody's supposed to do. Even the History Channel does that. But the History Channel is funny because they literally throw the truth in mixed with lies. They hint at everything. It's right there. Even the stuff that they put down in history books, the real truth, they'll throw it all in there. And at the end of the document, they'll be like, well, you know, was there there? Did this civilization really exist? They throw all those questions out there because that's their way of just saying, we know we just put so much out there. At the end, it's up for you to decide. So let's read it. I mean, I decided. I, I don't even know who talks like that. I mean, maybe. But The Secret Covenant by, we'll find out later. An illusion it will be, so large, so vast, it will escape their perception. Those who will see it will be thought of as insane. We will create separate fronts to prevent them from seeing the connection between us. We will behave as if we are not connected to keep the illusion alive. Our goal will be accomplished one drop at a time so as to never bring suspicion upon ourselves. This will also prevent them from seeing the changes as they occur. We will always stand above the relative field of their experience, for we know the secrets of the absolute. We will work together always and will remain bound by blood and secrecy. Death will come to he who speaks. We will keep their lifespan short and their minds weak while pretending to do the opposite. We will use our knowledge of science and technology in subtle ways so they will never see what is happening. We will use soft metals, aging accelerators, and sedatives in food and water also in the air. They will be blanketed by poisons everywhere they turn. The soft metals will cause them to lose their minds. We will promise to find a cure for many fronts. For our many friends, yet we will feed them more poison. The poisons will be absorbed through their skin and mouths. They will destroy their minds and reproductive systems. From all this, their children will be born dead, and, will con and we will conceal this information. The poisons will be hidden in everything that surrounds them, in what they drink, eat, breathe, and wear. Even down to the detergent now, y'all, and even the, the stuff that they but the detergent now, the certain chemicals are old, child. You know, we we just be minding our business, trying to just make sure that you know, during inflation, we, we 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 pinch some coins and pennies and stuff. But it, you, you, we might as well just let everybody go green. It says we must be ingenious in dispensing the poisons, for they can see far. We will teach them that the poisons are good with fun images and musical tones. So obviously promote alcohol, make it look cool. Um, even these kids' foods, let's let's be honest, green ketchup when they do these things, blue juices. And then they put these characters up there, Pepsi Coke. Uh, they always have somebody on top, uh, endorsements from uh, celebrities, athletes especially. Because if, you know, monkey see, monkey do. So that's what they mean when they say they're going to be ingenious in dispensing the poisons. And um, they'll teach them that the poisons are good with fun images and musical tones. And even then here it says it, those they look up to will help. We will enlist them to push our poisons. They will see our products being used in film and will grow accustomed to them and will never know their true effect. When they give birth, we will inject poisons into the blood of their children and convince them that it's for their help. 
We will start early on when their minds are young. We will target their children with what their children love most, sweet things. When their teeth decay and we fill them with the metals that will kill their mind and steal their future. When their ability to learn has been affected, we will create medicine that will make them sicker and cause other diseases for which we will create yet more medicine. I want to be very clear. I have to stop here. How can I bring this point home? Oh, I'm a criminal justice major, so I used to always ask questions, you know. One truth, I, I didn't... I was taught by people in the fields, so although they were professors at St. John's University, I was literally taught by people who worked in internal affairs. I, I was taught by a, a judge who worked guns and drugs cases right down the block on Queens Boulevard at the Supreme uh, the Courthouse of Queens. Okay, so these people worked in the field. So what I'm basically saying is I, I, we would try to ask them the most honest questions to get real inside answers. I had a professor who was uh, on top of, he was, he was on the, part, the top of the Department of Corrections at the time. He was president or something at the Department of Corrections. Before that, he was a cop. So they really made sure that these people were not just textbooky, but actually knowledgeable in the field. And I had to ask somebody who was, and I said, so is everybody, everybody screams they're innocent, but we know there's mistakes. I said, of course there's mistakes. And that's how people get exonerated. But then I said, well, well, let's be honest. Even my professor said it. Let's be honest. Everybody wants a perfect utopia. Everybody wants a perfect world. Okay, so there's no more crime. But when there's no more crime, judges don't have no jobs. You know, do you understand what I'm trying to say? If people ain't still messed up in the head and beating up their kids, CPS people don't got cases, doctors can't. Come on now, same thing with the sick. If people stay healthy, doctors ain't got no job. And I've never seen a time where children are so sick. I'm not saying in the history of, of humankind, children have not gotten sick. But when I was a child coming up till now, and it could be vaccines, it could be a lot of things, it could be the food, it could be the air, it could be anything. These children's hospitals is filled up to the wazoo. I have a friend who works in children's hospitals. They are they're packed. Sometimes these families are in the ER longer than they need to if they have to be admitted longer than they need to sitting in ER. Don't even have a room because they're just overstaffed. And it's sad that there's so many sick children. But what's even sadder is, I don't know, I don't want to say people that depend on sick children to make money. There's no money in none of these cures. We know there's no money. They, they can say all day long they can't find no cure, but there's more money in keeping people sick. And then when you're sick, they give you more medicine. All the medicines have side effects. The side effects is really the poison that's taking you out. Then when you come in with another problem, they put you on another pill. You better you'd be surprised how many people surprised when I tell like I don't know, it comes up sometimes or people be like, I don't know, I'm not on any medication. You tell people you're not on medication, it's shocking. It's shocking to doctors too. it's like they expect cause you know that's their job too, to poop who's the who's the who's the middleman between Big Pharma? Somebody gotta give you a script. The doctor. The doctor gotta push the script on you. So that people are very surprised to hear that you first of all, my doctor is the ones that I trust. Cause you have to they try to push nothing on me. I'm just gonna be honest. First of all, I don't need it. Second of all, when I, if, if you ever did in the past, they would just be like, it, you, you don't necessarily need it. And also there are side effects with it, so we'll just talk about it. And I come to find out I don't need it. This is when I was probably younger. Now, what I'm simply saying is a lot of people are, you know, because how does big pharma stay funded? You know, somebody's taking these drugs or so somebody's ref- uh, refilling their prescription. <laughs> somebody's writing prescription. There's too many sick. Let's continue on, though. With the children, they say, we will start early on when their minds are young. We will target their children with what children love most, sweet things. When their teeth decay, we will fill them with metals that will kill their mind and steal their future. 
When their ability to learn has been affected, we will create medicine that will make them sicker and cause other diseases for which we will create yet more so-called medicine. But it says medicine. We will render them docile and weak before us by our power. They will grow depressed, slow and obese. And when they come to us for help, we will give them more poison. We will focus their attention toward money and material goods. So they never connect with their inner self. We will distract them with fornication, external pleasure, and games. So they never be one of the so they may never be one with the oneness of it all. Their minds will belong to us and they will do as we say. If they refuse, we shall find ways to implement mind-altering technology into their lives. We will use fear as our weapon. We will establish their governments and establish um, opposites within. We will win both sides. We will always hide our objective, but carry out our plan. They will perform the labor for us, and we shall prosper from their toil. Our families will never mix with theirs. That that's very interesting. It already we're gonna get to who wrote all this. The authors or the author. Our families will never mix with this. A blood thing. It's a bloodline thing, y'all. Same bloodline running out here and been heightened for a very long time for centuries. As a matter of fact, if that line is exposed, it's all exposed. I don't understand. It, it, it just blows it all out the water. That's why everything has to be so darn secret. You will wake up. It will be a mass awakening, and it will be squashed. Then people are going to really have to think about court God again and reevaluate re their whole life and everything they've actually believed in, what they're doing. <laughs> you know, how they were raised. You, it's, it's, a, it's a real big wake-up call because I came into the truth earlier than 2009, but started jumping in and running for the truth in 2009. And then you really do have to come into the renewing of yourself, how you look at things and uh, how you see things and understand them. <clears throat> like it says here, they don't want the families to mix with ours. Our blood must be pure always, for it is the way. We will make them kill each other when it suits us. We will keep them separated from the oneness by dogma and religion. We will control all aspects of their lives and tell them what to think and how. We will guide them kindly and gently, letting them think they are guiding themselves. We will foment animosity between them through our factions. When a light shall shine among them, we will extinguish it by ridicule or death, whichever suits best. And that means usually within our following, if it's a large following, person has a large following, but mostly we know of the ones that uh, speak up. This would also be about the Orlando Browns and the ones, right? Because what does what it say here? We he will extinguish them by ridicule. You're going to be ridiculed. The same way here, I'm sorry, I take a sip of water, all this reading, it makes my mouth dry. It says here, um, the illusion will be so large. This is, this is a, I wouldn't say a shapeshift, but it's, it's, a, it's an apparition of a sort. The illusion will be so large, so vast, it will escape their perception. Those who will see it will be thought of as insane. So again, ridicule, that's how they're going to extinguish those. And notice how I say it, it would be a light. Those, that person, whoever those people are, are lights. Clearly, light don't mess with the dark. Cause what light, light got to do with the with the dark? It's like oil and um, oil and water. So, oh, I have a rooster. I don't have a rooster. My neighbor has a rooster. 
Yes, honey, in Queens, he done built a whole little shed in the back for and everything. I think he missed back home. We don't complain. I don't even know that it's, it's legal. Who cares? Oh, bizarre. Um, yes, they, we shall extinguish it by ridicule or death, whichever suits us best. We will make them rip each other's hearts apart and kill their own children. Hmm. Is that prophecy not coming to pass very much so today? We will accomplish this by using hate as our ally, anger as our friend. The hate will blind them totally, and never shall they see that from their conflicts we emerge as their rulers. They will be too busy killing each other. They will bathe in their own blood and kill their neighbors for as long as we see fit. We will benefit greatly from this, for they will not see us, for they cannot see us. We will continue to prosper from their wars and their deaths. We shall repeat this over and over until our ultimate goal is accomplished. We will continue to make them live in fear and anger through images and sounds. We will use all the tools we have to accomplish this. The tools will be provided again by their neighbor, by their labor. We will make them hate themselves and their neighbors. We will always hide the divine truth for them that we are all one. This they must never know. They must never know that color is an illusion. They must always think they are not equal. Drop by drop, drop by drop, we will advance our goal. We will take over their land, resources, and wealth to exercise total control over them. We will deceive them into accepting laws that will steal the, the little freedom that they will have. Y'all, there was a time when we could just buy and sell amongst each other. We didn't need the government to come and intervene, let alone take a tax. Child, it was a time when you the land. That, 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 that's what uh, 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 Gone with the Wind was about. Well, all right, it was about the Civil War. It was about a time, and it was about, a, you know, the South succeeding the war and all this with, of course, Miss, Miss Scarlet trying to get her life back in order, whatever. But there was more to that. You see, how Father kept trying to tell about Tara and the land. And then you, the, the Wilkes had, um, I can't remember what the name of their property was, but land. And, and this, there were so many states where you could actually own land in America now. I think Florida is still one. It ain't, it's not every state you can own the land. Here in New York, you own the house. You don't own that land. What? That backyard, that's why they can tell you what you could grow up in your backyard. If you can at all, if it should be, you cannot. Okay, you can have renovations all you want to, but it's, it's not your land. That land does not belong to you. But there was a time when land belonged to people. There was a time when you, you didn't really have to put your kids in a certain type of school. Kids grew up by blackmanship or apprenticeship or something of learning the craft because the family was already a farmer or something of that nature. We didn't have much of the government interference. This was probably when they were still trying to figure it out, when they still when they started a new war but didn't figure it out. But eventually they figured it out. You can't really do nothing. Make a dollar cent without them even knowing about it. They're going to find out about it somehow. Even if you do it in the street, they're going to find out about it because crime pay. And by the time you go in there, they're going to take your drug money or whatever it is, probably confiscated a car, probably sold it at an auction. Stop saying they don't pay. There's a fine to pay. As soon as the body's up in the cell, they they, 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 get, they get something. And that's why they keep all those jails up there in those areas where it's a lot of white prominent areas because them, then that area gets tourism from families that got to travel from sometimes out the state or down the state to go stay up there for the weekends and stay in hotels. And then what does that community get now? Revenue, you know, 
So the point is, at the end of the day, they've been stealing. And, and then, you know, when it got worse, 9-11. I don't know why people think we have rights. I'll never be, remember. I'll never forget being on campus. 9-11 happened. They still had pay phones at the time. And I can't remember what was going on with my phone. I can't remember if it was dead and left my charger, but I had to go to the wall of pay phones. And I noticed that on the pay phones, it had a little sticker, like a little notice on every one. It was new. I walk by these things all the time. I, that's how I know where they are. I certainly wasn't needing to use them, but some people needed to use them in cell phones. I mean, pay phones are still there. A little notice on the handle of the phone saying, the receiver saying, please note all calls since 9 11 the Patriot Act or whatever that, you know, it says in, in case the, the country's at a state of emergency, you don't have any rights. And they never removed that. They never removed that because as far as they're concerned, they're still in this fake war, but it's not really a war. Get out of here. You don't have no freedom left. So it says here, drop by drop, drop by drop. We will advance our goal. Don't take the land, okay? They're they going to deceive us into accepting laws that will steal the little freedom that we will have. We will establish a money system that will imprison them forever, keeping them and their children in debt. When they shall band together, we shall, call, we shall accuse them of crimes. And present a different story to the world for what shall um for what they shall seek on the media. When they band together, we shall accuse them of crimes and present a different story to the world. Be- because for we shall own all the media. I couldn't just because there was released in two thousand and four to this guy, but I think there was another date on there. June 21st, 2022 was the copy on that letter the guy got. That doesn't mean that's when it was written. So it depends on the timing, but everything seemed to have come into pass. We still don't know when. Now, we don't even know what the original language was. This could just be a translation. You understand? I would, who Who's going to own up to this? By the time you own up to this, you, you got to show yourself or something. So it says here, we will establish a money system keep them in debt we will use our media control to control the flow of information and their sentiment in our favor when they shall rise up against us we will crush them like insects for they are less than that they will be helpless to do anything for they will have no weapons we will recruit some of their own to carry out our plans we will promise them eternal life but eternal life they will never have for they are not of us we will recruit some. We will recruit some of them on the bottom. Some of their own we will recruit to carry out our plans. Yeah, of course, pawns. Come on in. We don't lying the whole way. And promise them eternal life. But eternal life, they will never have. You know, we're going to talk about who wrote this. All right. We're going to talk about who wrote this. But we're going to come back to this later. Right now, let's move on. The recruits will be called initiates. <laughs> this initially is a mindset of them, but at the same time, this also becomes a mindset of what I'm going to go back and revisit is the Freemasonry brule and all of them. I ain't done with them. I'm about them coming to spank them. I don't care. Not in this episode. I'm putting it together. The recruits will be called initiates and will be indoctrinated to believe false rites of passage to higher realms. Members of these false groups will think that they are one with us, never knowing the truth. They must never learn this truth, for they will turn against us. Because as I said before, even in the masonry, I'm, this, I'm bringing this up because this is going to lead back into this. You don't know squat coming in that door. 
And the person who's at home with the person who goes to the, you don't know nothing either. And the whole thing is built on secrecy. I'll tell you one thing. It was, um, it was, it was, um, oh, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go, I'm not going to, I'm going to get this point out. I'm going to go on break and I'm going to go get my book. Thank you. All right, y'all, we're back from break and she got her notes. All right, now, this was what I wanted to say. Manly P. Hall, 33rd degree Mason, once said, quote, Freemasonry is a fraternity within a fraternity, an outer organization concealing an inner brotherhood of the elect. Again, Freemasonry is a fraternity within a fraternity, an outer organization concealing an inner brotherhood of the elect. It's a child. It's just the outer onion, the outer layer of the onion. That's what I'm saying. It's not the core. The core is when it go all the way up to the top. And then as they're climbing, every level you learn something new. So people underneath could never know what's on told on the top. What's to, to the 33rd? What the, what the 33rd learns the truth by itself. The truth, what they want them to know. And even then, there's more that they want them to know. The reason I'm saying all that is because with the blue leg, because I want to get back to them too, that's exactly what they are just on the black side. A outer organization that covers other organizations, even the... Uh, the divine nine, which is supposed to be their baby, because the the the, the boule is supposed to the, that was supposed to be like a lower thing, because they want to model again the whites, especially the skull and bones and Harvard and Princeton, all these other schools. The same thing with the with the um, historical black colleges, they did that because they couldn't get into the white colleges. Do you understand? But all it is is really just on the flip version, outer organizations like the fraternities that cover up for bigger organizations like the boule who in turn the boule cover up for the white Freemasons and cover up for the other numerous secret societies on top, which is how they ever um, able to operate. It's layers to that, but they all share a brain. Now I want to get back to this because we're almost done with it and I wanted to finish it because we got to figure out who wrote this, who all wrote them, who did them, who they from. So the recruits will be called initiates. And then, interesting enough, in the 23... Protocols of the Wise Men of Zion, it is said when they reveal their Antichrist, there's a special name that they have for him, and they start the new world in, and they have gotten out all the Christians, all the godly people and all that, and they put killed them off. They, they're going to go to war. It's very clear. You think this is one thing, 23, uh, the Zion of Protocols 23, y'all know what I mean. I did an episode, and it goes into much detail. It is very clear. The first of the organizations that they're going to um, kick off in, in is the Freemasons. They're going to disarm all of them. They're not going to need them anymore. All of them was pawns put in place on a lower level to, to just deceive the masses into thinking this down a third. Now that's all done. They're going to dismantle them. And then they said some of them that uh, they, they're actually going to chastise the ones that have power to probably retry to build it back up they said they're not going to want no new uh, societies at that point this is going to already be what it's going to be so the ones that's going to try to be against it and try to rise up and keep it going they're going to make examples out of them so bad that the others just going to sit down lay down and get in line okay which is why it make me think about this part right here because it says uh the recruits will be called initiates and will be indoctrinated to believe false rites and passages to higher realms. Members of these groups will think that they are one with us, never knowing the truth. They must never learn this truth, for they will turn against us. For their work 
for their work, they will be rewarded with earthly things like great titles, but never will they become immortal. Listen, these people talking up top already said the blood have to stay pure. We get we get an idea who these people right might be, right? The blood have to stay pure. On top of that, we're gonna give them false hope of eternal life. Maybe by by the thirty third, they say they do tell them at some point when they get high enough, especially in Masonry. The God that we worship is the devil. They won't say that. They won't say he's the devil. They'll say he's beautiful, Lucifer. He's oh, he, we got him all wrong. This is the truth and all of that. So, of course, there's going to be some kind of, even with the celebrities in Hollywood, you're going to live forever or whatever the catch-22 is they probably haven't seen. Which is why we should empathize, but not really because some of them are just willingly doing it and willingly blaspheming God. But at the same time, I guess by the time you get caught up in it, yeah, woe unto you and it's, 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 it's a terrible game to play. It's terrible to have to be blackmailed every day. It's terrible to have to sit there and be doing all these different things or they're going to kill up. Yeah, that sucks. I think that's worth them than, than living in a mob. And you got a camera on your face every day and everybody knows where you are and your trainer is really CIA, FBI. <clears throat> Let's keep going. That's why they said, uh, yeah, they they think they're going to live forever, but they're not. And now they got the audacity to say down here that um, they'll uh, never become immortal and join us. Never will they receive the light and travel with the stars. They will never reach the higher realms. For the killing of their own kind will prevent passage to the realm of enlightenment. This they will never know. And I think this is why it's hidden as well. Not hidden, but why it's like, I think this, per I think what this person tried to do, who leaked it, the person who leaked it to that person wanted it to be, wanted somebody to know. That person in turn put it out there because they're, without saying this is true or not, they already said, I don't know, I doubt it. They put, just still put it out there. This was in 2004. It's about to be literally 20 years later since this thing came out. Of course, a lot of people are not paying attention to this thing anymore, but you can't really you have to find it. And when you do find it, if you find it on TikTok, they're only going to read you like the first half of this thing. Like I told you, they don't go down to here. They don't talk about this stuff. So basically, they're all fooled. They're all going to think they're going to make it with us, but they're not. And neither are you, whoever wrote this. The truth will be hidden in their face so close they will not be able to focus on it until it's too late. Oh, yes. So grand the illusion of freedom will be that they will never know that they are our slaves. These are the people that they put on the bottom in the, in the Freemasonry. You know, blah, 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 blah. Everybody, the celebrities, the celebrities that they use to trick us, the, us. But right now they're talking about them. And they will never know they are slaves. When all is in place the reality will have created we have created for them will own them this reality will be their prison they will live in self-delusion when our goal is accomplished a new era of domination will begin the new this is we're, we're still leading up to that we ain't there yet you could say we in the cusp you could say we're walking up to the gate but we still have not walked through the door their minds will be bound by their beliefs, the beliefs that we have established um, in them from time immemorial. But if they ever find out that they are our equal, we shall perish then. This encapsulates to say, this they must never know. If they ever find out that together they can vanquish us, they will take action. They must never ever find out what we have done for if they do we shall have no place to run for it will be easy to see who we are and once the veil has been fall has fallen our actions will have revealed who we are once again 
and they will hunt us down, and no person shall give us shelter. This is the secret covenant by which we shall live lives and live our life forever, pretty much it says. Says we shall live the rest of our present and future lives for this reality will transcend many generations and lifespans. Meaning this thought is a universal thought. It's not going to change. It's not going to change. It's not going to change. This is what we stick in by in this present life. And future lives. Notice how it says we shall live the rest of our present life and future lives because they're manifesting over and over again. Shape shifting and keep going down again. We're getting we're getting there, right? This covenant is sealed by blood. Our blood. We, the ones who from heaven to earth came. This covenant must never ever. Be known to exist. Never ever is in caps. It says it must never ever again in caps be written or spoken of. For if it is the consciousness, for if it is a consciousness that it will spawn, will release the fury of the prime creator upon us. And we shall be cast into the depths from whence we came and remain there until the end of time of infinity itself. And they put prime creator in caps. If we had a mass awakening would that have, would that make God crack the sky faster? It's not meant for us to have a mass awakening because it's not prophesied that we will. I mean, the whole world, you know what I mean, all at once. We know that God is pouring out the, the spirit of truth and Messiah, as he promised. The comforter has come. We are comforted. I know I am. So we know who wrote it, right? Because it says right here, this is the secret covenant by which we shall live the rest of our present and future lives. I didn't say even tired. I didn't say our children, but they know they got children. But this reality will transcend many generations of a lifespan. Again, the covenant is sealed by blood, our blood. We, the ones who from heaven to earth came. But one from heaven to earth came and they ain't talking about, you could say they talking about the aliens. <laughs> you could say it was Anki and Anna. We done talked about this. You know, they must, excuse me, the Nephilim fallen angels. Come on, somebody. This covenant must never be known to exist. It must never be, be written or spoken about. That's why I said, I don't know what language this would have originally been written in. Somebody wants it out there. Why is that so odd? There's plenty of people had left this. There's people that left the boule and came out running around talking about the boule and they died. I'm sure we know that. I'm going to find that one black brother that used to walk around with the dashiki all day. He used to make a lot of videos. They killed him. Oh. <sighs> I'm gonna talk about John Todd. That's gonna that's gonna be my next episode. I need to talk about him. He's a celebrity there. Hostages. The other thing I was coming up with my studies again, not just a mind control, total mind control and blackmailing, but this thing of um multiple personality disorder. You see, that's the other thing they put in them too. Controlled multiple personality disorder, meaning programmed into somebody so that Obviously, they're one way, but then they're also another way. This brought me back to thinking about Jaguar, right? And um, I guess you say her sudden shift after going into what was supposed to be jail, but we know. Because right, even when John Ty was incarcerated, he said that uh, them people wasn't, the people that even came to get him wasn't, the people wasn't, you know, everybody was whatever they said it was supposed to be. And the cell that they had him in, the people who was watching him was not the guards of the jail so much. It was elite um, sent. 
special forces from the government. Um, they never even wanted to get out of the state of South Carolina that he had got arrested because of his following, which they hadn't managed the elite to discredit him by that time. They managed to get him alone so that they, they could put false charges on him. That false charges shit, excuse my language, but excuse me, that false charge stuff and putting them in jail when they talking too much, that is, that's old. And um, again, we know ridicule goes with that kind of stuff. That's what they started to do to him, ridicule him. Also, he was a victim of MPD, multiple personality disorder, because he would have breaks. So sometimes he's clear and sometimes he's not clear. He would have um, episodes. And the understanding is, you have to understand, um, they didn't make themselves that way. All these child star brothers, it was drugs. I did a whole episode on MK Ultra with those, with those drugs or trauma. That mind was broken and it was split. If you have also multiple personality disorder going on, to, to recover from something like that, you'd have to actively be getting help or talking to people to, to help you. Most people just understand my mind is a little broke right now. I'm a little, t- you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I, my head, you know, like, I doesn't mean that I I'm, I'm can't talk clearly or sane like Orlando and Jaguar, but I just feel like when she went in there, they gave her a little tweet. And now she came on on a different, you know, clearly there's a lot going on. You know, you can't dismiss her completely because she didn't say she's bat-ish crazy. So, but at the same time, you have to understand that um, it's a lot going on. And when somebody suffers from mental illness, it's not usually just one thing. It could be a number of things. No one really knows unless that person is on enough to, and feel comfortable enough and safe enough to say that to people. So, yeah, this is... um. I believe it. I see it with my own two eyes. Um, I know that it wasn't no Rothschild. That's what I really wanted to get to, too. No Rothschild right there. Because if a Rothschild wrote it, first of all, Rothschild didn't write it. But the Rothschild would be the descendant. Just like um, Queen Elizabeth. There's always been, you know, there was a story. It, it, I saw the story when it happened. They removed it from the internet. And then the YouTube videos at the time, you just have to take my word for it. And maybe I can find it. But I tried, I've tried, and I've tried. Stalin went to go visit the queen and they were having beef at the time and they were sitting at a table and he literally said the queen is a reptilian they thought he was just talking and saying she's just an old bitty like she a snake woman like she's snakeish snaky i don't like her no what he said and he told the story he said that she came out and she sat across the table from him she was just staring she was just staring at him she wasn't saying anything at first and then they got to talking, and then I guess it was time for her to say something, but she was pretty. But this, what she did here was to let her put her foot down in a, the most unorthodox way to let him know this who you're dealing with. And she's supposed to have, in a way, removed her, her outer her shell. That's why I don't know that this woman is dead so much as the body that was holding her. Mm, I said what I said. That the body that was holding her gave out. Ah, she, as far as I'm concerned, she she probably hidden in the in the castle somewhere. Just wonder. I don't know. This is my theory, but he said that she shaped it into a reptilian, a big, disgusting, ugly reptilian, like vi- like very intimidating. And he said whatever matter he was pushing or pressing at the at the time, he immediately dropped it. Like you got it. Like it's yours. Like I'm, you know, I clearly. I mean, I'm in I'm in the government, so I know about the weird stuff. But maybe I didn't understand your big flex. Like, I maybe I knew who you were. I don't really know who you was genetic wise. Like, you trying to show me your blood? There was even something about Queen Elizabeth and Pindar. You know, Pindar is supposed to be a, a demon, but um, she's supposed to have made it with Pindar. I don't know. Listen, I I'm gonna find it. I gotta go. But these are royals. That's why they in the beginning they kept that bloodline together. 
Zeus put his kings down where he wanted to. Babylonian too. From down there, he just kept going in, mating, finding people. Zeus was a matchmaker. Y'all, y'all know that. And he loves to give a queen, uh, a king, uh, uh, one of his goddesses. And he loves to have them have kids. But um, they were interbreeding so badly, like Habsburgs. The Habsburgs, how they got to turn Habsburgs, y'all, they was interbreeding so badly in the beginning because at first they didn't have that many royals. Let alone which world do we want to meet, you know, have alliance with and, and mate with and keep the bloods pure. So they would just sleep with each other. And then that's how they started to get all those deformities. And then in, in those old pictures with the hat birds, with the chins and the elongated skulls and all of this and severe mental illness, all of them, severe mental, all of them, just because just they just kept breeding into each other. You can't say it's that these people were just in, like just ruining the genetic blood because it was important to still keep the blood, even if the blood was coming out. Uh, with with a quality of life that wasn't you know the best, and I say it all the time. These they still marrying each other. They cousins. Harry and that girl is related, distance cousins. Okay, and the same thing with the uh, prince. What's his name? He's not prince now. He is still Prince William and Kate. They are cousins. And then Camilla and and they're they are related as well. They're not gonna have any children together. Supposedly they had one. Remember the one guy that's running around here saying that there he was a part of their union when she was with Diana, and he was a prince. You can't have a scandal like that. So they just fixed it so that you know they adopt out their kids or they don't. They know who they are though. They're not gonna claim them always. And then you have. Princess Diana and Charles, who was related, which is why he was running after her sister first, but her sister didn't want him. The family just was like, okay, I guess you could date our younger daughter. I don't know how that works over there. I just don't know. They're still doing that. They are still, it's just, it's just not um, as obvious, so it's not as incestuous looking. They're still doing that. They're not just completely, you. They, so they're making it look like, oh, so Harry married outside. Okay, she wasn't a royal, but she is. She definitely is his cousin. Now, on that note, y'all, I'm going to go. I just wanted to come on here and share that with y'all. And like I said, when I come back, I'm really pushing for the next episode to be a Freemasonry episode. Y'all, you know, yeah. wish me luck. I mean, diving in the books and videos and things but hope you have a great rest of your day ahead great rest of your week i love you guys and i'll see you all next time here on who's on the board side